Hi, this is Larson Hicks, and welcome to my podcast, where I rant and rave about whatever it is I'm currently thinking about, and also occasionally bring in much smarter guests for longer conversations about topics they're passionate about. Thanks for joining me. Let's get into it. Okay, happy Monday to you, wherever you are. Thanks for joining me here on the channel, the Larson Hicks channel. If you're not subscribing, uh, you're missing out. You're missing out on being part of the club. Uh, so go ahead and do that. And thanks for tuning in. Uh, today I uh, want to talk about, I'm actually, okay, so where am I? I'm driving right now. I am uh, driving across the southern United States from Huntsville, Alabama over to Monroe, Louisiana. It is on official church business. My denomination, the CREC, has its annual meeting. Actually, it's not annual. National meeting once every three years. And uh, that happens to be now. So I was uh, fortunate enough to get out of another work obligation so I could come to this. And I'm looking forward to getting to catch up with some friends and uh, brothers from all over the country. So very excited. Um, but just, uh, it's been a long day driving, long morning, I should say, driving across the country here. And, um, I just listened to a podcast. One of my favorite podcasts is, a is called Econ Talk. And it's been a minute since I listened. It's, it's, it's less of an entertaining podcast and more of a, um, informational podcast or an informative podcast, but it's, it's, um, you know, it's a little bit entertaining. Um, and, uh, but the cool thing is the host Russ Roberts is just a wonderful interviewer. It's always, uh, uh, his guest is always someone who's just written a book. It's usually a book on, you know, social science or, um, or economics or, you know, poverty or, you know, things like that. It tends to be, um, he's an economist as you know, the title indicates, Econ Talk. But it's just a great show. And uh, his guest this week was the gentleman who wrote, um, oh, what was the name of that book that kind of took, that, that documented the opioid epidemic? Um, it's escaping me now, but he's got a new book out. And he's talking about fentanyl and uh, methamphetamines. Anyway, it was a great, interesting, thought-provoking uh, conversation. But they kind of ended on... Uh, and, the, and I know the guy's, the title of his new book is, uh, the least of these. So he's not a believer actually, but, um, but, uh, I thought that was interesting, but, um, but it just got me thinking about community. Okay. And, um, and both of these guys, it's interesting because Roberts, Russ Roberts is a, is a Jew. Um, and he's a serious Jew, you know, he's, uh, I think he's become more that, since he started doing his podcast uh, many, many years ago, 15, 20 years ago, I think. I mean, it's been a while since he started doing this podcast. Um, but I, it seems to me over the years I've been watching it uh, that he's become more and more pious, more and more religious. And, and he actually now lives in Jerusalem um, and uh, is involved with the university out there. But... Um, they're talking about all these crazy things, you know, uh, with, with drug trade and the market, uh, for these drugs. And it, and it's, it's crazy. 
Um, but the conclusion that these two guys come to, the other being an atheist, is that people need community. Like, people need to be tied into re religious communities, uh, uh, families, and uh, marriage, right? And they were just talking about how those, these, like, core institutions of civilization have have gone away, that the number of children born out of wedlock, the number of people, the, you know, the divorce rate, but also uh, the, the, the marriage rate, right? I mean, the divorce rate's terrible, uh, but the marriage rate's terrible. People just aren't even getting married, right? Um, and, you know, it's, it's this, uh, this very modern, progressive, scientific kind of uh, view of the world that we're just going to study the problem. And then we're going to throw some money at a solution, you know, so they're talking about homelessness and, you know, um, Russ Roberts, I think did a good job of comparing this to the gun control argument where the simplistic, you know, uh, uh, argument from the, the, uh, progressive or liberal is, well, guns kill people. So let's just get rid of guns and then people, and then we'll take care of that problem. Right. Um, and there's certainly a good debate to be had on how effective that sort of thing is. You know, if you want to set the Constitution aside and just think about it academically or study it, you know, sure, interesting. But the point that Roberts made is, well, you know, let's set that aside for a second and just ask, you know, we need to answer the other more, probably much more important question of why, why are people killing people, you know? Why... Uh, why are people killing people the way that, that they are these days? Um, and uh, and the same has to go with homelessness and homelessness and, and people who are the, the people are addicted to these drugs, right? Um, yeah, the drugs are bad, and we could regulate them. There's different policies, things we could do to try to protect people and try to shut down the drug trade. But but uh, the bigger issue is like, what's going on with people? You know that they're that methamphetamines are so attractive, right? Um, why is that the thing that people want to get into? And and so, you know, it, it brings me back to thinking about the church and thinking about my community and just how incredibly grateful I am for it. Um, but also, you know, I, I think something we do really poorly in, in American Christianity is we've tried to reduce... Christianity, in the same way that liberals and, and progressives want to like dissect a problem like homelessness and do some studies and then throw some money at a solution, we've done the same thing with salvation. It's like we've tried to turn salvation into this formula, you know, that you can fit on a little tract. You can have people like pray a prayer and they'll be saved, and and that's going to fix people, right? And it's like, well, no, uh, the gospel is the good news of Christ's, uh, the coming of the kingdom of God. And, uh, and implicit in a kingdom is a community. Um, God, and the story of the whole Bible is God creating, uh, forming a people for himself and, uh, leading those people. And it's, it's always a people, you know, um, they're, they're, specific people, you know, and specific stories and specific moments. But ultimately, if you're a Christian, 
uh, your religion, uh, the, the religion of the Bible is a religion that's, that centers around, uh, living in a community, being a part of a community. There, there is no salvation outside of the church. The church, uh, and the community that is the church is where salvation is. I have a friend, and I'll, if he watches this, sorry, bro, but a friend who every time you mention the, the topic of church or church buildings, he's very quick to say, you know, oh, you know, there's no more colossal waste of money in the world than church buildings. And I'm like, okay, dude. And I've heard him say it a bunch of times, and I always ignore it. He said it last night when we were hanging out, and I said, yeah, you know, I totally disagree with that. I won't fight you about it. And he just kept going on his merry way. But but it's it's this reductionism uh, rearing its head again and this idea that like uh, a building, you know, a place where people gather, like that's just a waste of money. Like we don't need that. We just need the information in our heads and we need our love for God in our hearts and that's it. And uh, and the thing to me, uh, you know, actually it's, it's, it's funny that that comment was made this week because I this this happened to be a really busy week at my church and let me give you a glimpse and I'm gonna miss a lot of it probably but this week okay in my little church community you know we've had people taking meals to people who have had babies um, we have people extending hospitality to people just because they love them hosting parties uh, and we've been to these parties right people getting other people together to sing uh, hymns in their homes we had a dance practice on Tuesday night uh, where I don't know 50 of us teenagers adults little kids got together and danced for two hours we looked at each other in the eyes we touched each other right um, and we laughed right and we danced and got hot and sweaty right um, uh, you know, we've worshiped together at church. Um, we, um, you know, I went up to a, a big party at, at some other church friend's house where we had a bonfire and played tug of war, right? Um, you know, it, and, and I'm just scratching the surface, frankly. Uh, I've worked out with my little brother multiple times in the last week. I uh, worked out with a, with a good friend of mine this morning. Um, you know, and this is like a small little snapshot, but this is, this is life in community. You know, this is the kind of thing that happens when you're a part of a community. And I think for so many of us, we haven't had that for so long that we've forgotten, we've forgotten, uh, what it's like to, to be human in, in this fundamental way to know people and to be known by people. And to, and to know, you know, I, there are friends, I, I had a, a friend from my church call me this last week and tell me about an issue with one of my kids, right? And it was done beautifully with a lot of love and a lot of grace, but it was such a blessing to have another friend who I know isn't a busybody, who I know loves me and loves my kid and wants what's best for us and just wanted to point something out. Praise God, man, what a blessing right? Um, and, and again, this is the kind of stuff that like, I think, I think Satan, um, this like satanic impulse of division, 
of, of, of just being alone, being away from people. Everyone's depressed. Everyone's depressed in our modern society. Everyone has more access to more things and stuff and entertainment than we ever have in the history of the world. And yet everyone is depressed. And uh, one of the reasons, I think, is our, our cities are no longer built for human beings. They're built for cars and they're built for businesses. They're not built for people. And so we have uh, spread ourselves out. Everyone drives 20 minutes to soccer practice, 20 minutes to school, 20 minutes to work, 20 minutes to church, and, 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 keep, and you know, 20 minutes to ballet practice. And none of these groups overlap. None of these things are integrated in any way. And so you can be really busy and you can have a lot of acquaintances that are very shallow, that, that, that don't actually mean anything. Um, that, that, you know, the people in my church, um, we're praying for, you know, family members that are hurting, family members that are sick, family members who have left the faith. Uh, we're praying for marriages and, and, and divorces and, and hard things that are going on in one another's lives. These are the things we're sitting down talking to each other about. Um, I've had multiple conversations in the last week with multiple people about all of these kinds of things. And this is the kind of stuff that happens in a community. And also, by the way, we're under the same teaching, right? We're learning together what scripture says about these things. And and so we know that we're like singing from the same sheet of music. It's not like my random opinions about stuff. You know, what, what are your random opinions about stuff? Interesting. It's like, no, we're both trying to process and understand uh, the same teaching that we're getting together. Um, so anyway, I, you know, this is kind of just a rant, but, but, uh, but I really think, um, there is a, a, a darkness in our community, in our society. And my wife and I felt it. We lived in a community that was really vibrant and really healthy where we had this kind of, um, you know, integrated communal life. And then we moved and we couldn't find it when we moved, um, across the country and for six years we looked and tried to build you know we did all these different things invited all these people over hosted things organized things and we just couldn't get it built and we couldn't get our churches to catch a vision for it and eventually we uh, decided we can't live without this like this is a, a vital piece of infrastructure it has to exist in our lives for us to thrive. It just has to. And so, yeah, we've got food, we've got water, we've got shelter, we've got a job, we got money, you know, we got the things that the basics, but if we don't have the, and we got a church, you know, we got an Orthodox church, you know, that's teaching good stuff. Right. But we don't have community, you know, we don't have a, we don't, we don't have people who really know us and we don't really know people. And, um, and we're not in each other's lives and we don't know what's going on with each other and we're just alone. And, and it was this realization that we just can't live this way. You know, this is not how human beings were meant to live. And so we decided to, to leave this city and go to a place where we knew there was going to be, where we knew there was a good, healthy community and, uh, and decided that the only thing we hadn't tried was to plant a church, try to start a church. And so we gave that a shot and it worked. Lord blessed it and it came together. 
and we're just thrilled, you know. Um, we had a dance. Okay, I, I also forgot to mention we did beer and hymns this week where we got together uh, a bunch of men, probably 50 men at a pub singing hymns and enjoying beers together. Um, we had the dance. Uh, yeah, I got together with the leaders of our church. I mean, there, there's so many different things, right? And, um, you know, we have a thing called Theology on Tap that happens on, on uh, every every other week where uh, where some of the men of the church get together and, uh, and study scripture uh, led by our pastor. Uh, my wife, you know, is involved in a, a ladies group that does the same sort of thing. You know, th- this is the stuff that that that, that um, makes being human uh, a, a blessing and a joy, um, and and it also is are the kinds of things that form a soul. And I think one of the things we really care deeply about, we really care deeply about our kids and about our kids turning out. And by turning out, I don't mean not screwing up, right? My kids are going to screw up. We already have made peace with that. <laughs> That's happening. My kids are screwing up. I screwed up too, right? Um, we get that. But but my kids turning out is my kids loving uh, the family and the and the church uh, and the God that they that they inherited, right? They love the faith. They love the Word of God. They love God's people. They love the things that we love, right? Um, that's the stuff that, that's what we care about. And that doesn't happen without a community. I'm sorry. You can try. And some people, there are people who are better at this than I am, for sure. Way better at this than I am. But for me, I couldn't do it without a community. I couldn't do it without a church. And um, so anyway, if you're watching this, if you don't have this kind of church community or anything close to it, you know, it's one thing if it's like, hey, hear this and, and go to your church and double down on on uh, on this stuff, right? Um, but seriously, if, if you don't have this, you're not, you're not, um, you're not enjoying uh, salvation. <laughs> you're, you're not experiencing salvation. Um, you may be technically saved. I'm not saying you're not, and I'm not saying you lose your salvation. But I am saying that you haven't taken hold of it. It's because you're not part of a people. God's salvation is saving and and, and building a people, a kingdom. And so get get into that. Get into one of those, right? Um, Get into a church. Go deep in a church. And if your church just doesn't have depth, and there are unfortunately more churches that don't have any depth to them, than do, I think, gosh, that's a hard thing to say. Um, I, I can just say that my wife and I struggled to find a church that had that. Um, and I, you know, listen, I, I limited it. You know, I'll, I'll put some onus on my, on my, on us. We didn't look at Catholic churches, right? We didn't look at Eastern Orthodox churches. We didn't look really at very many Baptist churches. We didn't look at Methodist churches. Okay, so there's there's probably a lot of those kinds of good, solid, healthy communities in those different places. Um, for us, there was also a, a theological and doctrinal sort of uh, 
criteria. But I will say we looked, we did look at, you know, we visited some Methodist churches. We visited some some Lutheran churches, some Baptist churches. Um, we weren't opposed to giving up on a lot of those things in order to find a strong, healthy community. And we just didn't really find it, you know. I mean, if we had found it, um, we might have, we, we probably would have stayed and, and just, you know, taken, taken the theological doctrinal training into our own hands. But anyway, I hope that this is somewhat encouraging and not just discouraging. Um, I hope that, that if you're watching, that this inspires you to go jump in on your community and go deep and, and love those people and find ways to get them together and to get into each other's lives. If, if you can't do that, if there's not, if there's no depth to your church, go find a church that's like this and, and you may have to move, you know, you may have to move and be okay with that. Um, you know, don't be a chronic, uh, you know, mover, you know, nomadic people who don't have any roots anywhere. Um, and, and I, I, you know, that's another issue. People don't like to be known. People don't, it's, it's sinful. Um, it's a weird thing that, but we like to be anonymous. We like to not be known and, uh, we like to, to be isolated. Um, the picture of hell in the great divorce, I think is such a genius, uh, move on C.S. Lewis's part. It's, it's this city that's just kind of gray. It's not like, it's not like hellfire and brimstone. It's just kind of a bland suburb that spreads out as far as the eye can see. And the people there keep moving further and further out away from people. They all want to get away from one another and they just keep moving further and further. It's a city that just sprawls. And, you know, one of the things that you discover at the end of the, or maybe it's earlier, maybe it's at the very beginning, when they, when they leave hell and enter heaven uh, on this bus, it turns out that they came out of this little bitty crack in the dirt uh, in heaven, that all of hell, that huge sprawling, uh, you know, place of discontent and, and people that don't want to be around other people that that all fit in this little tiny crack in the ground and 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 the way I interpreted that was just that's sin man sin is petty and tiny and lame and bland and dark and uh and uninteresting you know uh compared to the the joy the thrill uh the delight of living in community with people so I hope that's encouraging um, thanks for listening. I know it's just a big, long rant about community, but um, I'm excited to get here to this conference, this uh, this council meeting, and uh, I know there's going to be there's going to be psalm singing. I know there's going to be great teaching. I know there's going to be lots of beer and whiskey shared amongst uh, elders, uh, presbyters, bishops, whatever you want to call them, uh, from all over the country men who love God and who are all probably fat-souled men because they live in strong, healthy communities. You want to have a fat soul. You want your kids to have a fat soul. Um, give them community. You need it. Your kids need it. Uh, be, be a person who creates it. Be a person, at least be a person who finds it. This is your job. If you're a dad and you're listening, this is your job. This is actually your job. It's to, if you, you, you can't say, well, I did everything. I provided for them read the Bible. No, if you didn't, if you didn't provide them a community, you didn't do your job. 
that's part of your job is to go find your your family a healthy community where they can thrive where they can thrive spiritually um, and uh, and and make it your job because it is your job um, so anyway I'll stop ranting have a great uh, week I'll be I'll probably not load any more videos up because I'm uh, gonna be trapped you know on, on this trip but um, who knows maybe I'll find some time all right we'll uh, talk to you later cheers